0: Over the past few weeks we've been sitting down with each of the candidates running for the Louisiana Governor's office. This week Louisiana Farm Bureau Communications Director Avery Davidson continues that conversation. We're continuing to meet all of the candidates running for Governor of the great state of Louisiana and we continue now with someone you know very well, Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. Jeff, thank you so much for being with us on Twila. It's great to be here. Well, I know you. We've been talking off and on for years since you were congressman and even a little bit before that, but let everybody know your background, because you even worked on a farm at one time. Oh yeah, I (laughs) spent
1: a lot of time on a farm. Working on a sugar farm uh, right out of high school um, uh, with a a number of my friends uh, and relatives. Uh, I had a great uncle who had a sugar farm um, that brought cane to Iberia Co-op, but worked with the Laparuses that brought cane to uh Saint John and or or Lasuka now. Uh but enjoyed it. Always enjoyed it. I always said that uh the job I had on the farm was, was the most relaxing. Wasn't always the easiest one, but it, it, it certainly was was very fulfilling. Um so I know how hot it gets in the summer in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did that did that make you change your mind on career choices there? Yeah, you know you know, it's interesting, uh because um, you know, when I was working with my cousin he, he said, you know, you really should uh, go uh, go to school, go to go to college, mom. And wanted me to go to college. I didn't go to college. Right after I graduated, I'd gone into the National Guard, went to work on on the farm. I just wanted to go to work and and enjoyed being out outdoors. Uh, and and he kind of pushed me. He said, you know, at the time, USL had a great agricultural program. He said, if you like it that much, you should you know go because the guard was paying uh, for uh, for college. Mm-hmm. It was a great. It was it was the best. Um, Opportunity for young men and women coming out of high school—you could join the National Guard. The Guard would pay free college tuition to any public university in the state, and all you had to do was sign up, do your weekend drills, and do your summer drills. At least it was until they activated us for Desert Storm. But yeah. that was that was a program. And uh, one one real hot summer in July, um, uh, when we were—I remember—we were basically dewatering a field. Uh, some new property and I, I mean the grass was higher than me and you and and it was hot and I was working with these folks I was like man they got to be something better than this it was hot in that grass and so I said well I, I, maybe I'll mm-hmm. give it a shot to go to college but enjoyed it really mm-hmm. do enjoy it got many friends that in the agricultural business really appreciate um, the industry uh, understand that you can't have a free country who, Mm-hmm. unless you have a country that can supply itself with food.
0: Well, and then you went into law enforcement as well. How did that go from, from working uh, in a farm field to military service to law enforcement to being an attorney?
1: Well, what happened was, was when I, right when I decided to go to college was when they activated us to go to war. And, and, of course, in the National Guard, I was a military police officer, so I spent a year on active duty. And then when I got out, I said, well, there's no sense in going back on the farm. I had an opportunity to go work at at a police department, Mm -hmm. and I I realized you could work nights and then go to school during the day, Mm -hmm. and so I did that. And so I ended up working as a police officer and then later as a sheriff's deputy as I I was going to college, Uh, then started a business with a friend of mine uh, and did that for a while, so kind of put my education on pause. Solar business, finished up the education, and went to law school.
0: And then you ran for Congress, won uh, that one term. Uh, what did that experience teach you that prepared you to be Attorney General?
1: Well, I don't know that anything can uh, can can prepare you to be the Attorney General. I'd never. <clears throat> if you would have asked me 20 years ago, uh, "Don't you want to be the Attorney General?" I'd have said, nah, not, <laughs> but "What does the Attorney General do?" You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that the opportunity that I had in Congress, going in with such a big class at a time when there was a big conservative movement, the first big conservative movement that happened uh, at the turn of the century, um, exposed me to a lot of things, uh, gave me an understanding and, 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 and an appreciation about how dysfunctional Washington actually is. Of course, when Louisiana lost a congressional seat Uh, which showed me no one felt outward migration more than me in my political career because the seat that I held basically kind of went away, right? It pitted me against another member of Congress. Um, The legislature had to choose. We had to go from seven to six. uh, And then I had an opportunity to run for attorney general. They had actually, some people had approached me to run for attorney general while I was in Congress. And I had passed because I felt that I felt that look. When you ask the voters for a job, uh, you have a duty to fulfill that job. And 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 there are people that, that 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 tend to move from one seat to another. Says, well, I can run for this seat and not give up the one I got. And, and that's a little bit dishonest because you've asked people uh, to to give you an opportunity to do a job. It's like a contract, and we and and so that's what we did. We fulfilled that contract, and then and then. Um, After I was out and people came back to me. I decided to run and it's been great
0: Well, now you're asking for a new contract You're asking for voters to to make you governor of the great state of louisiana. What what made you decide? Hey, I want to run for governor
1: Well, my contract comes up this year uh, And and so you're right. I had an opportunity to either I could run for reelection I have the greatest job. There is no doubt that the people of the state of louisiana have, have have really given me an opportunity to serve as the Attorney General, and I believe it's been the greatest job I've ever had and really have enjoyed it. Um, but I'm just, I'm sick and tired. I've had enough of Louisiana being at the bottom. Of uh, uh, of all of the list. I've, I've, I've heard the cries from people that have said, why can't we be as good as Mississippi and Arkansas and Georgia and South Carolina? I mean, we all aspire to be like Texas. It's a big state with a lot of people. Um, that might be a an unfair comparison, uh, but we see so many young people moving out of our state rather than moving in at a time when people around the country are ask, actually looking for places to go. So we see all of the states in the SEC, I call it the SEC. Mm-hmm. It's easy for people to know where those yeah. states are. All of those states, except for Louisiana, have people moving into them rather than out of them, except Louisiana. And so I want an opportunity to change that. And, and I don't think it's that difficult to do. I think it takes leadership. Um, and, and I think that we've given the people of Louisiana a great taste of the type of leadership that we've, we've exhibited at the attorney general's office, the things that we have done and fought for for them over the last eight years, shown them that we can we can do it responsibly, and fiscally responsible, uh, and give them a great service and protect them. And so now we want an opportunity to take it to the next level. And this, this race isn't really about me. Um, we said in October of, of, of last year when we announced that this race was not about me. It was about you. It was about the people who are watching, the people who are listening. Um, what is it that they hope to see the state of Louisiana look like in, 10, in 20 years? And so that's what this race is about.
0: One thing that has grown over the years has been agriculture. Uh, agriculture is now a, an $11 billion a year industry for the state, a major economic driver. How does that play? How does agriculture play into your plans as governor, should you be elected?
1: Oh, it plays a big role. Why? Because when people ask me about the three things that we want to focus on, um, one of those things is the economy. And what I think we have failed to do uh, is to support the industries that built Louisiana. Look, agriculture is not new to Louisiana. Agriculture was one of the foundational industries that built this state. And so we should be looking at how we can improve our position, uh, how we can expand um, our farming opportunities and our agricultural opportunities here in this state, and we want to focus on that. We want to focus on agriculture, on petrochemical, on our oil and gas, on all on our exports, imports, on the great waterways uh, that connect the world and the country here in Louisiana. And I think that if we do that, if we focus and we talk to the people who built this state, uh, the small business owners, the farmers, um, those that ply their trade here in Louisiana, and we help them to grow those businesses and those job opportunities then i think everything else becomes organic i think that the rest of the job growth becomes organic and that's how we start uh, to retain great people here in this state
0: well we have seven candidates who are all vying for the same seat the governor's seat five of whom are republicans you're one of them how are you going to or what sets you apart from the other republicans and how are you going to ensure that you are the one in the runoff?
1: Well, look, I, I, don't, I don't worry about who else is in the race. I, didn't, I don't even have a count. I, I can tell you that in October of last year, we got into this race. And for 90 days, no one else got in. It was, well, I'm waiting to see if this one's running or that one's running or what if this one's getting in. That tells me that those people aren't serious about running this state. Not a state that's 50th in all of the good list. What that tells me is that that's just political opportunities, but that's not what we're about. What we're about are the issues. We're about the message that we want to bring, the vision that we want to bring to the state of Louisiana as how we can lead this state. Um, and something unique happened um, in October. We got in, and in December, the state Republican Party, in a in a democratic um, uh, process, of which. We have 230 elected Republican State Central Committee members. A vast majority of them heard from their constituencies, Republicans out there that said, we don't want to see the fighting in the past. We're going to pick a a, a candidate, just kind of like the Democrats do, and we're going to go with that person. And they overwhelmingly supported me. And so we are the Republican-nominated candidate in this particular race. Um, And so what we've tried to do is we've tried to give the people in this state exactly what I've heard many of them say, is we don't want to see all those nasty attacks back and forth. Um, what we want to talk about is issues, and that's what we're going to try to do, uh, and that's what we're continuing to do. And that's the message that we're spreading out uh, to, uh, to October 14th, which is the election day in the primary.
0: Well, before we wrap up, I'm going to bring up one more issue. He, he was smart enough to marry a woman from New Iberia. so uh, you That's know, what someone... my father-in-law says. <laughs> So all great things come from New Iberia, Jeff.
1: Yeah, well, that's, what, that's what the whole LeBlanc clan <laughs> says too.
0: <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining okay, us here on This Week in Louisiana Agriculture. If you would like to hear more conversations like this, check out the links in the description below this podcast. If you'd like to see the video of this interview or others, find that link also in the show notes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.